Christian's cutting out or I'm cutting out? Uh, Christian is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just let me know if that's what's happening. Uh, my, I'm on headphones. Um, no, you sound good to me. You both, uh, I think, I think we're good. Yeah. Sorry guys. I just had such a great time talking to you last week. I figured, uh, ditch the file so I could do it all over again. I just, uh, it was so fun. Why not make that, it a weekly thing? That's but, the con yeah. dude. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how lonely all of us are at this point. <laughs> yes. Men will literally sabotage their own lives to hang <laughs> out with their friends rather than go deal with it in therapy. That's where I'm at. Uh, yeah, that's... This is this is the amount of community that I'm comfortable with over the phone, dis- long distance on a group call. But, uh, I mean, I'm getting what I need out of this, and that's that's the American male way, so... Well, yeah, was it, was it good for you? Because it was good for me. <laughs> It sure was, but yeah, uh, yeah, we're back. Parking lot drunk. We're we're here for a, a new episode with, and I'm Christian Senrud. With me is always Sean Burke, and today we have a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Patrick Schoenberg, and uh, I I don't know. I know Christian through stand up comedy, but I do multiple kind of arts very mediocrely. So yeah, that's, that's my deal. Master of none, just like the rest of us. Well, you're in yep. a you're in a similar pool here, bud. Just stewing in the brine in the jacuzzi. Oh yeah, lukewarm, maybe. We actually met. Uh, I think one of the first times that I saw you doing comedy, you might have been even hosting at a town park, which was a old craft brewery that in Anaheim that is now tra- Well, they shut down with the original intention of transitioning over into a hard seltzer brewery or whatever you would call it and uh seltzery. That, a seltzery <laughs> and that i like it yeah and that was pre-covid and since that uh you're you're an anaheim local so you could probably fill us in better than i can but that plan has gone out the window it seems yeah, well, it's it seems like shifting to seltzer like the, the right before the pandemic would have been like super dope. Because uh, I, I remember I read a story in like 2020 about this this lady who uh, right before the pandemic quit her day job and started making puzzles, and then like everybody was buying puzzles for a period of like th- three to four months, just like heavily benefiting from the the shit fest. But I I, I actually don't know specifically what happened with uh, Town Park actually becoming a seltzer, but now it's like a, a beer company called Radiant that makes like, I don't know, kind of yup- beer with yuppie names and like an overall positivity kind of vibe, you know, <laughs> that that kind of stuff. Beer with trust funds. Yes, exactly. Hedge fund brewery. Yeah, beer that does that, what is it, per- perennium sunning? They're really big into that. <laughs> Uh, the perennium is your chode, correct? Uh, yeah, your taint. A your... chode is a penis that is wider than it is is long. Uh, a taint is, or a grundle, or uh, <laughs> I, I forget some of the other ones. The, the devil's driveway. Scientific terms. <laughs> yeah. Other medical yeah. terms. Not up to date on my Webster right now. For the layman, if we, they don't know what the perineum is, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's ha- yeah, where you would be kegeling, that is your perineum, fellas. <laughs> yeah, right there. Uh but yeah, I mean that that's kind of a serendipitous introduction to what we're going to be talking about today because uh uh we're going to be talking about hard seltzers. It's the beverage that's sweeping the nation and the world wide over and uh you know, I'm not an expert. I have my uh I've dipped my toes into it. I enjoy them, but I don't know a lot about it, but uh during quarantine I noticed that you were doing your own kind of like armchair research, and I really, I really liked what you were doing. And I thought, why not get you on the horn, and we could uh, chat up, see about the history, and just like the phenomena that's kind of taken over. Because um, in my lifetime, I've never seen anything that has had like hit so hard and then had the staying power. And I've heard it uh, explained as like the light beer boom of the '80s or '90s or whenever that really came through, and. I, you know, it, it does seem like something that's here to stay and everybody's competing to have one. So why not uh, enjoy a few and talk talk it over and give our give our take on the history and uh, our projection for the future? Yeah, I mean, like, as my as my friend said, uh, it's, you know, there are a lot of breweries are getting into it. It's like, as as he said, you know, if you're not making a hard seltzer at this point, you're basically using AOL was was his description of like how fucking behind the curve you are if you're not uh if you're not in the game but yeah i uh every other yeah it's about like every other week over the course of pandemic like just i would try a new box and sort of see what the deal is i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but you know i i I have more experience drinking than i do than i do tasting the actual alcohol so it was it's good times but uh yeah i just looked up the history of it and uh and then I sort of have a, a rough overview of like how it's made and stuff like that. But um, yeah, if you want me to just get into it, we can kind of start from the beginning of, of, of hard seltzer as we know it. Yeah, because it did seem like it kind of started with just like regular seltzer because LaCroix had their moment and like, you know, I I'd always kind of turn my nose up at that shit. And then I took a year off drinking and like I just started hitting Topo Chico's and Perrier's and whatever. And I'm like, all right, I get it. And then fast forward a couple of years, and in come the hard seltzer, and I'm drinking again. I'm like, yeah, oh, this, is, let's, yeah. So uh, I, I don't know what the difference is, but give us a little taste of where it came from and who who really pushed it into the marketplace and how. Yeah, I mean, like a hard seltzer is kind of a uh, a nebulous term now. It's I think because it's part of like what's popular. It's just like we made an alcohol that like is clear, so we're just gonna call it a seltzer, but I, like some people credit the original hard seltzer as like Zima, which uh, like some people have heard of, some people probably haven't. Uh, on the grounds that like it was introduced in '93 by Coors, and it existed until like 2008, and uh, basically it was made fun of by people like David Letterman <laughs> for being for effeminate weirdos. Uh, is that, yeah, so I that's think a that's, good start. That's like the cultural touchstone of Zima, not how it tastes or like how successful it was. Is like all the jokes about it like no idea what it tastes like or any reviews on it it's just like oh yeah this is something david letterman really did not like <laughs> yeah it's it's almost like him uh his arby's like uh the daily show is just at arby's throat all the time <laughs> yeah. you just need you know you just needed an enemy but uh anyway yeah. so that that was reduced or that was introduced in uh 93 which 2008 and then people stopped drinking it but uh so in 2013 basically uh 
these two guys named David Holmes and Nick Shields came along. Uh, more specifically, Nick Shields. I mean, there's two stories about why how it started. The first is that uh, is a little bit cuter in that, like, oh, uh, you know, these two dudes just saw their wives really enjoying seltzer and decided, hey, what if we put booze in that and made it angrier? But the the <laughs> The better story is that basically Shields was at a bar and he just sat there and watched five women in a row order vodka sodas and was basically just like, there's, there's got to be, there's a market to that, definitely, of just like sparking These 14-year-olds are loving these, these bubbly drinks. Yeah, that's not even yeah, that's not even a fake ID they have there. That's just a, that's just a Walmart Super Saver card, like... They just don't give a shit here in Boston. Yeah, they're flashing uh, their Sam's Club and just getting hammered. <laughs> yeah, dude. Welcome. Yeah, Sam's Club. Uh, Sam's Club and Club Soda. But uh, so basically, and, uh, he watched that happen. And uh, like what they decided on was that what they claimed that they saw was they just saw the like the, the advent of how people in 2013 were moving away from uh, drinking soda, drinking sugary things, and they were trying to move towards, like, LaCroix. Uh, and, like, this is about the time where LaCroix is starting to go hard in the motherfucking paint. Like, it's kind of becoming a cultural touchstone, uh, as well as the fact that a lot of people are uh, starting to enjoy, like, hard sodas, like Henry's Hard Soda, which is owned by Coors or Mike's Hard Lemonade, which is owned by Mark Anthony Beverages or uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer, Best Damn Root Beer, things like that. Uh, so like, just to give you an idea of where the market is at this point, it's like <clears throat> over the course of like from 2010 to 2000 or 2000 and 2015, uh, what had used to be like beer used to be 50% of the market. And then that went all the way down to like, 30% in between beer, wine, and liquor, all having that 30%. But uh, essentially, so they saw this and uh, they decided, well, let's, let's try to get in on this, this zeitgeist here. So they, they started making it in like, uh, in 2012, they started testing around with it. Uh, and and what's what I like to cover about this guy, and this might get a little tangential real quick, but uh, this Nick Shields guy was a is a veteran. He's a veteran of like uh, flavors essentially. He worked at Nantucket Nectar. He worked for Bottom Moss. the Flavor Wars of twenty twelve. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was involved in uh, Mott's Apple Juice, uh, Dunkin' Donuts Culatas. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a good one, and then uh, and and everybody's hangover helper, a Gatorade, mm-hmm. which what's great about them is they don't even need to name their their flavors; they just can call it a color. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> like yeah. marketing doesn't oh. have to work hard on that. Here's the blue one. Yeah, Done. like so, somebody could spend literally three years of their life coming up with a, a two word name, and then everybody's just gonna be like, oh, it's the it's the light blue one, but. Anyway, so he's a guy who knows how flavor works, and uh, what what which what's is interesting an, about that, which is an odd uh, uh, feather to put in your cap, but uh, I know flavor, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You may think you know how things taste, but you are deadly wrong. I have a PhD in flavor, motherfucker. You're fucking up, savage. If you don't, if you don't taste at least thirteen different notes in this Dasani here. <laughs> 
but uh, anyway, yeah, so that's kind of his background in terms of like working with flavors in a lab and that sort of stuff. But he also, his family has a huge background in uh, brewing in the in making that good old fashioned poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently in, in the 1870s, his great grandpappy, a guy named uh, Rudolf Frederick Haffenreffer, uh, created Haffenreffer and Co. Brewery in 1870. Uh, which was one of like the largest breweries in the U.S. until it eventually closed in 1965, but the brand name kind of kicked around for a while. But what's important to note is two things here. Uh, one, that original brewery that used to be Hackenreffer Brewery is now owned by uh, a company called Boston Beer Company. Oh. Which, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, and the second thing, which this is tangential, but I was, I was going down a rabbit hole today and I watched, uh, so for a while, Half and Refer Brewing made something, uh, from like 65 to when it closed in 2013, they made a malt liquor called, the uh, Half and Refer Private Stock. Uh, oh which, man, it should have been called Half and Half. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second, but a bit, I, I which led to me watching a video from 2012 of some guy in like Louisiana drinking it on his on his porch, and he was like trying to give me the tasting notes, and I was just like, "Buddy, it's malt liquor." Like, not, I can't think of a single time anybody's been like, "Oh, this uh, this premium malt liquor is just taking the market by storm." But it pairs well with a hot dog and taquito in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Yeah, Are you still up from two up. days ago and need a beverage? Well, come on over <laughs> yeah. and get a tall can of malt liquor. Keep it going. Never decide- stop. <laughs> Have you decided to give up? Like, we've, we've got the substance for you. But, like, some guy in the comments was like, yeah, bro, I used to drink that in the 70s when I was 16. We called it the Green Death, and one I love, the Half and Wrecker. <laughs> Like, I thought that was, apparently it was sold in 64-ounce jugs. Jugs. Is this a dare? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I appreciate the fuck out of that. Because at yeah. that point, it is flat and room temperature by the time you get to ounce number 60. Yeah. It's the unemployment special. Here you go. You got nothing to look forward to. Yeah, the, the might as well give you that. The might as well, when you sign up for EDD. But, uh... <laughs> Here's your jug. You can go fill it up at the malt liquor filling station. Uh, is it? Yeah. Is your jug in your bank number? But anyway, yeah. So that's the half and refer brewery. That's this guy's lineage. Uh, so basically, what he just what he started doing was the, the the key difference between this and say beer is that what they actually ferment is like dextrose. So basically, just straight up sugar is what the yeast is feeding on. Uh, so they have dextrose instead of malted barley. And they use citrus for flavor instead of hops. And that's kind of what makes it different from beer, even though, like, they're the same alcohol content and things like that. Uh, But what ends up happening is they get through this, and it creates this, you know, delightful, clear, spiked seltzer that's – it's a seltzer where they make a cute little mermaid floating on the the front of it, and that's 6% alcohol, which – bring that back, by the way. I think seltzers need to need to start moving north in terms of ABV. Yeah, get a little yeah. harder in the hard seltzer. Yeah. So anyway, he makes a six percent seltzer, the Little Mermaid floating on the front, and he introduces it to his uh, so his his grandfather, right? Who's of this this 
Boston stock of beer brewers. He, he presents it to his grandpa, and his grandpa just takes one sip of it and goes, you flavor people are ruining the industry. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I made this and he was before. immediately cut out of the family will and cast aside. <laughs> Absolutely. I made this joke last time, but like, I feel like for a brewing family, like an East Coast brewing family, it's got to be like coming out as gay a little bit. <laughs> like, Dad, I want to make clear yeah. beverages. Not no, son. Roof. We make brown <laughs> beverages that make you hate yourself, and that's it. Clear means queer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, what are you, what are you making? This, this clear queer beer for, for all your soft-handed friends? What are you What are you going to take a ballot next? Does it come with lotion? Yeah. Ruin, don't ruin the legacy of Happenwrecker. <laughs> yeah. Does it don't come on a doily with a little lotion sample? Don't ruin our beautiful malt liquor legacy with your clear <laughs> shishi nonsense. Our pedigree, our pedigree is spotless, son. You, <laughs> yeah, you're soiling it. Our 17-year-old vomiting in the backwoods <laughs> of Boston reputation, just Completely throwing up ruined. into a Red Sox hat. <laughs> Just, just so you can make it out the door. It's like dripping on the carpet. <laughs> oh, shit, my parents are gonna be home in three hours. I'll see myself out and uh, <laughs> see you at the family reunion. But anyway, so he introduces this product uh, in 2013. It officially like hits the market. He's trying to introduce it to, to you know, like liquor store people. Um, they're like, what, what the fuck is this? And they're like, I, I don't even know, but I know it's 6% alcohol and you can kind of just put it wherever it, it, now they call them FMBs or flavored malt beverages, which I guess makes enough sense. That's like the family of like Mike's heart and things like that. But, um, like your twisted tea. Yeah, exactly. What ends up happening is, uh, what ends up happening is it basically the rest is history. A bunch of people, it gets popular. People are like, oh shit, we need to get on that. And then he fulfills the American dream, which is selling out to Anheuser-Busch. Perfect. It's everybody's and dream. He, to put your life's and, work into one project and then just hand it off to somebody else with a paycheck in your hand. And then they make a movie about your life where a hot person plays you. And then somebody who is like an okay person in real life is made to look literally like Satan. That's the dream. That's yeah. They hide all you your were. previous uh, shames and discretions, make you look flawless. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, and now, now it goes by Bon and Viv. So anybody who heard the little mermaid, quip earlier uh congratulations you win nothing but there it is uh and, and i looked i looked into this briefly too of all the hard of all the hard seltzers to be the sponsor of the nfl the moment the the little flappy mermaid on the front is the official uh hard seltzer of cte yeah <laughs> which is uh, a potentially... hard seltzer of brain injury yeah. oh yeah which could potentially be the reason why uh, the phenomena of mermaids existed in the first place. Just a bunch of pirates with brain damage out to sea, suddenly hallucinating a half-woman half fuckable fish. Or... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, by, well, the fish were always fuckable. They were just made fuckable <laughs> by that quantity of rum. Hey, that yeah. fish has got some sweet yams, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look at them jugs on them fishy ladies. My, my brother always said about pirates, he's like, what's impressive about them is when you think about all their accomplishments, they either did them drunk or hung over. And that oh, really yeah. sticks with me. Just yeah. riddled with scurvy, hadn't seen vitamin <laughs> C in months. <laughs> you could actually die from STDs back then. It was, it was, it was crazy times. Uh, 
the great pioneers of our time were largely just perverts out in in, in the wilderness of some oh, sort. Yeah. On the uh, some <laughs> front perverts lurking. <laughs> some hammered I, pervert trying to find a new way to have sex with the, in, on a new place and a new continent. Either makes a new city or a new religion. Those are the two options. You found a city or a religion or both. Or he found a city class. that was already discovered and he's like, I, I, I found this. It's mine now. No, this yeah. has been here for hundreds of years. <laughs> I've rebranded it. Yeah. S- <laughs> it's marketing, baby. Yeah. Side Sidebar, along the same lines, I always find like the fact that it's called missionary position so disturbing. <laughs> Because that means that, like, prior to the arrival of the missionaries, either they were not really that familiar or the, a fan of that position, or also, like, the fact that the missionaries made that position so popular or so well-known that they were the ones associated with it. Like, oh, yeah, the missionaries, they lay down and stare face-to-face. They don't do it like the rest of us, where you're, you know, up against yeah. a wall and having a great time. Like, or, like... Yeah doing it dog style like nature intended but anyway yeah, yeah they're here to a... convert the world and uh, have <laughs> face-to-face silent sex just yeah, they, they, oh so quiet they taught us how to make woven cloth and to lay absolute pipe <laughs> while making <laughs> eye contact yeah, no enjoyment you're not allowed to enjoy it or you're a whore anyway uh yeah, anyway, uh, I mean, it's, it's been sidebar filled, but I, I just thought I'd briefly touch on uh, Truly is the official seltzer of the NHL. So that is true. So you got the East Coast present. Which uh, is uh, no... Sam Adams affiliated again, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the, Pacers, the Pacers are the only NBA team to have an official seltzer called uh, Viv, Viva, which I've never had, or Viv. Not Bonaviv. Uh, Viv. Yeah. <laughs> And then there's the MLB, which has none at all. So you, you know what's funny is the two most violent sports are the ones that have the the clear alcohol. I, they seems like they got to stay hydrated and keep it moving and have the recovery. So keep it light. Oh, don't want to be weighed down with uh, a, too much beer. Or, like baseball, you can just like people used to fucking play hammered, right? Just on. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd eat like four yeah. hot dogs over the course of the game. Because <laughs> you're just mostly standing around for the. It's like bowling. It's like, of course you can drink beer and do this. It's kind of designed <laughs> this way. It's power loitering. But NH, yeah, I mean NHL also like. Uh, I I don't know how big it is. Like I I've listened to Spitting Chicklets for a long time. So like, the Pink Whitney is also one of their like big yeah. beverages. So and that's like. I I approve. I appreciate the fact that it isn't just this like ultra macho thing where it's like, no, we hard ciders are great. They taste great. They're light. And if you want a pink Whitney, yeah. like have a pink Whitney. Fucking delicious. Of course. Oh, yeah. Lemonade just always good. Pra- just those pragmatic Canadians that are like, yeah, this is del- this is delightful. Well, I don't see the problem here. Well, I mean, that, yeah. there there is something to that where it's like. That's uh, that might be uh, a benefit of hard cider and why they've allow uh, or been able to take up so much of the marketplace that was open, because it it is it isn't like an inherently macho, or I mean it's like a little feminine I guess if like you want to assign these labels to it, but it's also like anybody can drink them. They're kind of an everyday beverage. They're light. You can have like I mean I I it's not a drink that I'm like. I'm going to have with dinner or something, but if it's like, no. I, if I, if yeah. I want a little break from like 
drinking beer or like light beer doesn't sound good or something. It's like, oh, that's a that's a nice option. It's nice to have another option because it's like if it's hard liquor, wine or beer and you're like, oh, well, now there's this other one that just feels lighter and I don't feel like completely shithoused after a few of them. It, like it's it's been pretty it's a nice option. I, I mean, they've done. It, yeah, they've, they've. It's a good thing to drink. It's a good thing to drink when you plan on getting sunburned. Like if you're gonna be outside <laughs> all day. Yeah. And you need to be upright. Like it's definitely a pretty good just like toaster. Um, but to your point, yeah. Like I, I was re- I was reading like doing a little bit of research on it. And I was reading a Vox article, and they called them gender neutral. They called hard seltzer. <laughs> yeah, which was like. <laughs> amusing to me at first but it really touches on your point of like anybody is allowed to drink them which means like you and the boys can buy and and, and yeah. oh, yeah. like of these. frat houses can... are stocked full of uh <clears throat> white cloth nowadays it's not just Bud oh, yeah. light and coors light it's like no you got to get a case of white cloth too bro so uh i want to s- i want to say that like as somebody who who was in a fraternity in college like I, I wonder if there was a lag time in between when it was like introduced and like seen as being for pussies or if it just went straight to being like, yeah, it, it's it's cool if anybody drinks this. Like, I'm curious if there was a brief period of time where it wasn't considered macho in the frat houses or yeah. if it I just went a, straight a to like only a women's only fridge where they're like, no, you can't drink anything out of there. That's only for the chick, man. Sorry. <laughs> no, those are wine coolers. You're gay. You can't have it. Um, yes, straight up. Like, well, because think <laughs> about it, and like what you were saying earlier with like spitting chicklets is that our stool has partnered with High Noon. So, like, what what basically after the decline of TFM, what I consider one of the chief gatekeepers of Brodum has partnered <laughs> with a hard seltzer company. Yeah, and that that means you're, you're that's carte blanche for dudes, right? That right. means. Yo, El Prez is all about this stuff. So I can drink like eighty. I can drink like four of these things out of a fucking frisbee. Yeah, we can shotgun like, them. Like it's great. <laughs> Just hammer them back. Yeah, and along those same lines, like uh, I mean, like I I have a background in skateboarding, so that's ki- like that. It it's kind of its own fraternity. There's different rules and uh, norms and whatever, but it it's yeah. similar. Like there is that hazing, and there is that like what's accepted and what's not, and. That was actually one of the first times I ever saw anybody drinking White Claw was we were on a skate trip in Arizona, hot as shit, and uh, some of the uh, the female uh, skate team, they had a case of White Claw, and they're just like having them, enjoying them, just because they, they like how it tastes and whatever, and uh, it started off as a like, oh, I'll try one of these. It's like, you know, that thing where dudes are like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I'll see what this is about, and then like... It, it starts off as a joke, but like to, uh, when you're like positing whether how quick it was, it was like it was a snap. By the end of that weekend, it was like it's it was probably 60 40. Who like you dudes, everybody was it's like probably more likely drinking White Claw or a seltzer rather than like uh, you know, your Modellos or whatever because it was like it's it was something new and different, and like you kind of had the excuse or you had like. I don't know. Like it, it was, a, it was just fine. It was like, yeah, these are actually pretty sick, and like people just kind of adopted them right away, and it wasn't like, I don't know, maybe culturally we're at a different place where we're not going to be holding on to that, like, no, oh, that shit's for chicks, man, or, I, I, or they're just good. I also people like them. It's like, 
I also wonder if it's like, oh, this is this tastes good and it's whatever, or I can drink 17 of these where I could only drink eight beers at the same time. So it's like, what what is the, the kind of genesis of the popularity of like, I can just drink 30 of these on the water all day and just be wasted. It's great. Yeah, I would say, yeah, like if you, if I had to run a mile in like 90 degrees and you're like, you have an option of literally any kind of liquor or mixed drink right now to cool down, I would definitely go for a seltzer. Like yeah. it's the most refreshing booze anything in my opinion. It's just that alcoholics are becoming more high functioning now. So they're out <laughs> doing things. So it's like, yeah. here you go. You can do this on the run. Yeah. Functioning alcoholism has never been more acceptable, in, especially in COVID times. <laughs> like, yeah, I think I heard somebody who, like, they introduced White Claws to their dad. And, like, like he just thinks they're low enough alcohol that you can, like, just drink them, like, while driving to work <laughs> and shit. <laughs> oh, these are my morning drinks. <laughs> it's like an energy. Yeah, it's right, like it's, my monster in the basically, morning. It's basically fruit juice. So, like, we're good to go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a health drink, you know? It's, yeah. it's kind of green. I, and I think to the point we were talking about earlier is that, like, uh, of, like, where, what's kind of the genesis here? Uh, people talk about that Trevor Wallace ain't no, claw, ain't no laws when you're drinking White Claws. Oh, video. yeah. That was and just like, free marketing. That, like, that hit, like, wildfire. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, you can't. You le- like you legally can't do that as a marketing team. You can't say break the law while consuming what we make for you. Yeah, murder doesn't exist while you're drinking white claw, so <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, felony schmelony. Like you should you should rip that parking meter out of the ground. Just yeah, see see if you can. International waters are mostly hard seltzer, so float along and <laughs> yeah. do what you will. Dude, it, like, I, it's I, wild I, that that dude's like kind of he's like kind of a local comic and he does mics around like he has like thousands and thousands of followers and does like the same shitty open mics that like we run through I'm like yeah fuck. <laughs> there's no shortcuts guys <laughs> yeah that's if that doesn't show you the bleak the bleak <laughs> rocky road towards making a living in comedy i don't know what does yeah if that doesn't detract if that doesn't take you off the rails <laughs> yeah then good like, luck with your delusion we're all gonna make it yeah it's tuesday it's tuesday night and we are both in this you know shitty dive bar drinking our fourth drink of the night waiting to follow this person who's talking about his small dick like this is a rough <laughs> It's a rough gig. And it's so much worse now because it's not even in a bar. It's in a public park that you're not probably allowed to be at, but (laughs) somebody wheeled out a battery-powered PA. (laughs) And 30 sad guys signed onto a piece of paper and brought their best material. So let's go. Showbiz, baby. We're going to make it. (laughs) I'm going to absolutely crush in front of this ultimate Frisbee club that's half paying attention. <laughs> oh man, there's like a memorial at one of them. It's it's like the plaque of the person that donated the money to make the park. And every week, I'm just like, we are just desecrating this person's memory five <laughs> minutes at a time every Wednesday night at six o'clock. Just, yeah, just somebody goes up right next to the thing that like you dedicated your life to, and then it's just like, yo. So anyway, my hemorrhoids. <laughs> 
Let's get yeah. into this. It's like, here, I'm going to eat a ghost pepper and try to make it through three minutes of dick jokes. So, uh, time me. Let's go. I, I lied. This last one's a bad joke. So, we're, we're, we're crushing it. <laughs> Diversity in comedy. That's a lady dick, yeah. so it technically counts. <laughs> Everything's relative. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, but I tried to look up, like, what... The, the, I, I realized in making this that there's kind of like two kinds of seltzer. There's what I mentioned before, which is basically just fermented sugarcane juice and then like, uh, you know, citrus rind or something like that. Or what you can do is you like make it using something called the neutral malt blend, which is apparently just like normal malt and barley kind of stuff treated with some kind of chemical to strip it of its flavors and its colors and its odors. Oh, you mean which is bleach. using like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. cut out the middleman at that point and just go straight for the bleach. Mm. Rep it old school. But I like tried to look up how that's made, right? Like what the process is. And all I found was a patent application from 2012 from like I think it was Schlitz that like <laughs> uh that like I couldn't find out any information, but uh, one of the patents listed uh beneath it on this website was in in all caps combination water and insect supplement jesus <laughs> cool it's uh it's backwood deep and uh spring water enjoy <laughs> is it a supplement for the insects is it a supplement made of insects is this, what does the water have to do with it is this what agent orange locally sourced here <laughs> it's neither fish nor fowl here but yeah, so all I could all I could find was roughly that basically they just filter the fuck out of it, and then basically what you have is like a five percent alcohol substance, more or less. And that's all we need. Moving yeah, on. That, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll that'll be enough. I drink eighty four of these. Yeah, but I mean, we talk, like we talked about the pandemic earlier and all like just the 2020 being the year of drinking in your own home. Uh, they called 20, they called 2019 uh, White Claw Summer. Apparently, but they're wrong as shit because there's definitely the summer of 2020. God knows what this summer is gonna do. But uh, we, we were talking earlier about Boston Beer Company, right? Which is the is the people who make Sam Adams. Um, and essentially, looking into this, uh, I was looking at who has like the most market share. Yeah. Uh, and like this is not the most accurate. I don't own any sort of uh, access to like accurate marketing numbers. But the best article I could find was from June of 2020, talking about like who owns what percentage of the market. But uh, looking into it, White Claw. It's 58.6% of the market share, which is like the White Claw is owned by Mark Anthony Brands, which owns like Mike's Hard Lemonade, for yeah. example. And they're private, Second so you place, can't really get the, the exact numbers in terms. Yeah. So you can't get their stock numbers, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But Truly, which is number two, has 28 or 21.8%. And that's owned by Sam Adams, uh, Boston Beer Company. Bud Light owns 9% of the market, uh, which I, that cannot be true anymore, and here's why. 
Bud Light, uh, a.k.a. Anheuser-Busch, owns Bon & Viv, Natty Hard Seltzer, Maha, <laughs> Bud Light Seltzer, and Michelob Ultra Premium Seltzer. So there's, there's, if they're, if they still only have 9%, they're fucking up. They have like five brands. Uh, but uh, Bud Light is listed just above Smirnoff, which has 4%. Um, so that's just sort of, and we talked about this before, but that's basically Coca-Cola numbers. It's better than Coca-Cola market share when it comes to colas. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like they are like the Coke of like White Claw is the Coke of hard seltzers. Like it's it's like LaCroix or something where it's like if you're thinking of a soda or a, you know, what like they're, they're just the Q-tip or the Xerox or whatever where it just becomes synonymous with the brand for whatever reason. Yeah, the white out and yeah. the Kleenex. Yeah. It's like they weren't the f- necessarily the first, but from marketing or from like this, these uh social phenomenons like your white claw summer and your trevor wallace or you know these things it suddenly becomes uh just part of the culture and that's just the name you said like you can't like if you have that it's it's worth everything because it's just you can't compete with it it's like pepsi's always going to be number two they could have every everything else going for it but coke is always going to be coke and people are just going to associate them as that and it's i don't know what it is about our psychology but like it's it's so hard to try to like switch that out be like no we're the coke like no that's not how that works we're still you're like even if you think that or if there's a better version of it that's it's just it's already in the like the public consciousness there's something to be said about like this is true in stand-up comedy as well but like in memes where it's like you could use three or four different brands that might be a little bit more accurate to what you're trying to say, but white claws, that brand that that brand name recognition in any joke. And it has that pop that like, Oh, I, I recognize what this is. Like, this is a, this is a good reference. This is a reference to hard yeah. seltzer. Yeah. Unless it you're trying, just doesn't flow as well. Yeah. Unless you're trying to be like, well, I got, I'm clearly referencing that I got the off brand version. <laughs> it's like- yes, Exactly. <laughs> And there's, there's, like you said, there's so much power in that from a marketing standpoint that, like, you are officially the name of Hard Seltzer. Like, that is, that's you now. Yeah, and it's, it's like, it's not the best product or the more, like, the, the quality yeah, not, not necessarily. Shot, it's just, opinion. that is, like, the power of marketing where it just, like, occupies that space in your mind for whatever reason. And it's just, like, trying to explain why. Brain. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, good on it them also- for getting in there. It also has like the weirdest name out of like the top ones, like Bond and Viv. Viv, okay, whatever. Truly, eh, right? White Claw. Okay, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds yeah. like a an eighties like cartoon or something. And back, yeah, it's a villain. It's a villain in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, what it sounds like. Yeah, it's got some edge. Yeah. So, like, getting back to our our question of like that, like feminine, the gender neutral thing, where it's like dudes want to f- like. In, in, I'm sorry, I'm going to relate a lot of this to skateboarding, but like in skateboarding, got people buy uh, skateboards because it either makes you feel tough or it makes you laugh. So like White Claw has that toughness factor. It's like, well, it's like not a tough drink, but it's got claw in the name. So that's cool. And there's like a tidal wave that's going to come into town, which is me. I'm the tidal wave. I'm getting hammered and I'm coming into the party like a tidal wave. So... <laughs> 
I want to hear. I want to hear the bro who rolls in giving that <laughs> spiel. That, yeah. that guy. That guy is definitely vomiting up half and for <laughs> private reserve in the woods yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's wearing At jean shorts. <laughs> he's wearing jean shorts <laughs> and a wife beater, rolling in on a foam top, just white claw <laughs> tidal wave into the. <laughs> The Boston college scene. <laughs> Just like, here we go, bro. He's showing up to the, the wake of the funeral and uh, cut off in the Hawaiian shirt. Just ready to yeah, go. Riding a skateboard on wet ground. <laughs> He's Andy Samberg's character from, from uh, Palm Springs, but just at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, though, that you mentioned, like, masculinity and like that kind of stuff i i when i look at like all the brands i tried there's not necessarily one that i would say strikes you as like per- particularly aggressive but there are definitely there are definitely ones that are more effeminate for sure there's no like, fist fight seltzers no i wish like we we talked about this earlier uh but the, the what i have to respect is that like you know, there's so many seltzers that, like, like you know, there's three, the three main people, right? Corona, which is owned by uh, Constellation Brand. Coors, which uh, owned by Molson Coors. And then Bud Light, owned by Anheuser-Busch. is like, if you are that big of a company and you introduce, like, a, a, a seltzer under your own name, like, who gives a shit? Like, we know yeah. what your brand is. But yeah. to, to the point of that, like, I really respect PBR, who like made a seltzer that like what's your marketing stance like uh it's eight percent like that's that's how <laughs> yeah. we're coming out swinging like oh is it is it good it's eight percent it's not uh, good but it's 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 PBR all right you're getting where you got uh, you yeah, know you can you can be the drunkest open, it's just a half open can of PBR with a Lacroix spilled into it so don't worry about it it'll get you drunk. Yeah, you'll, you'll be the drunkest hipster at this Wildcat Wildcat concert. Like P- that's yeah, that's P- what you got going for you. PBR is trying though, because even like <clears throat> I saw at the uh, dispensary that PBR has a CBD infused beverage. <laughs> what? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it, yeah. Like, that's the most 2020 shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's like that's too many acronyms. Like that's too many initials. Right off the bat, it's like PBR CBD. That's like name it something, please. But also, it's like it's like sixty dollars. It's like very expensive for like a four a four pack of like basically Red Bull cans. I'm like, I'm like, it's the private reserve. Like, if we get to the point where we make money and we can write things off, I'm like, oh yeah, we're buying like a case of this shit and we're gonna see what happens. Like, but in the meantime, when I'm living. Like paycheck to coin start a paincheck to uh, quote Ramon Hernandez's joke. Like I'm uh, probably not gonna spend the money on that one, but it better have, it better have heroin in it if it's gonna be fucking like forty dollars. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of tax <laughs> involved, but um, along along those same lines, it's like you with if you're gonna attach your brand name to something like that, uh, you do have to kind of figure out like at least Coors is making the effort where it's like. All right. Well, apparently we appeal to uh, an outdoor market, so maybe like they're at least like giving back and trying to save rivers, even though they're probably polluting the fuck out of so many Colorado rivers and whatever. Oh else. God, yeah. yeah. Well, but, it's just that one in Golden, Colorado that they've been pillaging for the past hundred years. 
<laughs> right, but that You're getting you, the fish wasted. <laughs> that, that river was not gold to begin with. It just happens to be uh, mercury poisoning <laughs> and all the fish <laughs> that have fermented in the river. But regardless, at least they're making the effort where it's like, all right, uh, like I, like why you would buy Bud Light versus a PBR seltzer or a Natty Light seltzer. At least like Coors is like, well, we're doing this, so it's it's like. At least there's something a little different. Where yeah, I want to say that Coors, to my knowledge, Molson Coors owns two. They own uh, Coors Hard Seltzer, which saves rivers, and they own Vizzy, which uh, their marketing thing is they had it has vitamin C, which well that's, that's good. a weird play. <laughs> that's a weird and, flex. All right, I, you can't just get yeah. that anywhere. I, I genuinely have vitamins. I genuinely. I genuinely wonder if the marketing people are like, uh, what's our deal? What's our deal? Like, it's like vi- putting vitamins and shit is what like General Mills does to sugar-filled <laughs> breakfast cereals to make it seem kind of okay. So it's the like easy as fuck to do. So yeah. I wonder if marketing just sat there and was just like, oh, what do we got? We got a pandemic. Uh, fuck it, vitamin C. That's our that's our stick, and we're going with it. Yeah, and they probably oversold Can't it come so with hard. Wipes. All right, we're in. Yeah, exactly. We're in a pandemic. People need to boost their immune system, but they're also drinking hard ciders. How do we get them? We get them with vitamin C. Uh, we'd add vitamin D because that's the one that actually matters, supposedly. But uh, that's hard to come by. So vitamin C it is because that's readily available and very cheap. If you buy both, we'll put vitamin C in this fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> this is a vitamin fused well, river. Told Reggie to go up there with two things of uh, orange juice and just dump it in the river. You can save the river. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie's hard at work these days. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also interesting because like <clears throat> like Molson Coors, like if, if we're talking of stocks, like Molson Coors is not doing well, even with their hard seltzers, and I don't think Anheuser Busch is killing it necessarily. But yeah, like, where, I, whereas Sam Adams, because they have the number, they have, well, they're the number one publicly traded seltzer brand. So like, oh yeah, uh, they have, so they own Truly, and which is the number two seltzer brand, but number one if you're talking stock market. And like, oh yeah, early in the pandemic, I'm like, well, people are gonna be fucking getting hammered, so I I should invest. And I I remember looking at. Uh, Sam, like the Boston Beer Company at the time that owned Truly, because I was like, well, I, w- I was going to invest in White Claw, but that's not an option. So I'm like, all right, well, what's number two? And then at, I think, I swear to God, it was like at the time it might have been $300 a share. It was around there. It was like affordable-ish, but also like I was like, man, that's that's that, that seems like kind of expensive. Like it, comparatively, like Molson Coors is hovering <coughs> around $30 a share. So like, you know what? What's gonna? Why would one be more? And then you know I don't know shit. And then fast forward to now, and uh, Boston Beer Company shares are like three thousand a share or some shit. And it's like, and it's most. I would assume it's mostly because of Truly. Also, probably because of their their great Sam Adams marketing campaign with the my cousin from Boston, but. You know, I don't know how many people are really slamming down Sam Adams, you know, like Sam Adams, you buy a six pack and that's kind of it. Maybe 12. Yeah. 
Whereas I'm like, not drinking, I'm not drinking like a whole 12 pack to myself over the course of like uh, a hot summer day. I'll yeah, you're not, that you're right not now. marathon yeah. drinking Sam Adams, like whereas it's a heavy you know, beer. Tr- like truly, you might get a couple cases in a day if you're having a, if you're on a good one. Oh yeah, yeah, you might get you might get into that 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 <laughs> 13 that 13 to 15 territory. <laughs> you take a, yeah. a good solid nap and have a heavy dinner. Just yeah. building those wizard staffs left and right. Yeah. Just, oh God. White claw wizard staffs. <laughs> Holy shit. What's what's the, the you're going Gandalf the White with a white claw? <laughs> uh, yeah, I I did. Yeah, I did the wizard staff. The, the wizard staff would be far too high with these fucking skinny cans. Like they, that's that's my major gripe is they they don't fit into koozies, and I, I think koozie technology is a little behind. Ooh. Yeah. Marketing you opportunity. Like an extra, you just need like an extra sock to just kind of put it in there. <laughs> just a little in a koozie for the koozie. Oh, dude, like a like a koozie adjuster. Like some some of like the old iPhone docks. I remember like the speaker docks had like three or four different attachments so you could fit your shit in there properly. They're like a booster seat for your your Celsi. Yeah. <laughs> just we need a koozie a koozie adapter. Maybe that's where yeah, that's, we're we're that's, gonna dude. That's where you guys get in. We're gonna that's break it. into yeah. the market with our koozie adapt our our white club koozie adapter. Well, contact iHome and get on it, and just make sure it's <laughs> compatible across all platforms. Yeah, get a get a Ouija board and then call Steve Jobs and then see if he's got any ideas on it. Yeah, I'm just gonna start combing the beaches for leftover neoprene sw- uh, wetsuits and just DIYing. <laughs> These are hard. Dude, there's your cores in, dude. Cores. We're saving the planet, and we're giving you a koozie for your your little your little tiny your little tiny seltzer can. Yeah. Boom. And if we can recycle it from uh, wetsuits or some other product, even better, even greener. Yeah, and your and your your mascot can just be like a, a shit hammered sea turtle, just like a mullet and like big sunblocker <laughs> shades on. An octopus in speed shades with the mullet and a beer in every arm. <laughs> <laughs> An octopus in eight flip flops. <laughs> there's opportunities. So many opportunities. Ah, uh, dude, there's all there's only up from here, boys. Uh, my buddy does a brand that's uh, it's called Karen, and it was kind of before Karen became the catch-all term for that. But uh, it's like largely cocaine bag uh, like centered, and I was like, what? it'd be kind of like it, it, the art revolves around like a lot of like jokes about cocaine bags and just like oh. like like the bag itself has an arm or the bag is a chair or something. But I was like, man, it'd be kind of funny if you made your beer koozie a cocaine bag <laughs> like, what, what, how tiny is your beer though this is where, well, this is yeah. where you have you make a giant version of the bag and then that's and it has a key in it <laughs> yeah and that's how you like outside oh dude no that's another move it's a cocaine baggie made out of neoprene right and it, it comes with a little uh like a bottle opener or like a a, a can opener right on there hanging like in the shape of a key it's we're just got, full of ideas it's today, just got a dude. little we're pocket going to shark tank yeah we're just yeah. straight fucking shark tank today pld is Let's just going to turn in marketing team yeah pld is just going <laughs> to turn into a full-blown koozie company there it is here's the genesis i was like sourcing uh prices on koozies and like 
I was trying to like because I've seen a few co- uh, comedians in the community who are like working at print shops and stuff. So I was like, all right, I'd like to support locally. And then the one we were, I was like sourcing. I was like, he's like, yeah, I could probably do it for four dollars a koozie. I'm like, wow, that <laughs> seems kind of expensive for something I'm probably going to be giving away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna eat that cost like a yeah. fucking steak dinner for sure. But I mean. I, I'm not trying to fuck anybody over, and I, I respect you trying to hustle, but also, like, we yeah. make zero dollars off of this, so <laughs> yeah, I've already gone into the hole with everything else, so might put a pin in that one. Yeah, that's why we need to market the cocaine uh, demographic. They're yeah, still got money. money to spend. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I just need to start, because, like, I hang enough out with enough people, like, while they're on it, so I'm like, I have an exciting business opportunity that you can invest in right now (laughs) do you have venmo (laughs) that's the move this seems manipulative like i didn't make them do it i didn't buy these things i just happened to be here they're at my house dude that's that's brilliant yeah you get them at the right moment that's 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 the heart of sales right there get them while they're vulnerable hit them where it hurts sell me this pen uh Tell me this small baggie. Oh my goodness. Um, I am very happy I never latched onto that, but there's still time, so who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. You, you can you can still give up. Sure. There's always like, time. You're late forties. Get into cocaine when it's not. <laughs> Listen, hang out at bars and be like, "Hey, you guys want to do some cocaine?" I'm holding out to my seventies for heroin, so I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. That's yeah. reasonable. Yeah, it's an like, AARP suggested strategy like, right there. Just yeah. Gonna, Sleep, just ease into the afterlife with a warm hug from God, welcoming <laughs> to the next realm. Just like, oh, this jazz hug. Hey, <laughs> William S. Burroughs, my way through this uh, the later years of my uh, my life. Just like regret, like I'm like, wow, this is great. I wish I would have done this way earlier. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> well, yeah, you would you would have you would have met God a lot sooner if you'd started earlier. God yeah. is real. Oh my, he's everywhere. <laughs> Well, I mean, we did the history. We got uh, a little breakdown of like wh- where do they where do they rank in your your realm? Because you've did you've done the research to it where it's like you even ranked them where it was like was it a five star scale? Um, yeah, like it was. Uh, yeah, it was on like a star scale, and I mean, it's it's like on my Instagram if anybody cares. But I can tell you like the top five which is kind of, I guess, what matters, and the ones you should probably stay the fuck away from. Uh, like, just just from, from Jump, I want to tell you that, like, the worst flavor I had was a Fix Black Raspberry, which, like, it, it tasted essentially like you brushed your teeth and then immediately slugged back orange juice. It was a truly... <laughs> a, a true assault on the palate. Like... A, just a truly offensive offensive insult to my body yeah there's a there's a box i had called blue marble which is like super it's like a super bougie like high like fancy it's basically a a watered down vodka soda which is what some of them are and it was like let me yeah give me a second here i need to find the uh find what these like these flavors were, were called yeah, blue. Yeah, blue. Mar- the the flavors were like 
Tropical Retreat, Citrus Joy, Berry Bliss. And there, there was one called Pure Love, which I was like, wow, I don't understand what this flavor is. What is like, this supposed just, to taste like? Yeah. Uh, it's actually unflavored because I'm a fucking idiot and I did not pick up on the cues. <laughs> but like that box it smells that box like the tasted... wharf and bleach water. <laughs> that that box tasted like a good seltzer, but like two rooms away from where you currently are. Like it was like there's no fucking flavor to any of them. Uh and then there was like oh god, what else? Uh yeah, like spiked spiked ice was like spiked ice is made by the same soda company that makes the sparkling ice like zero calorie beverage. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And like every single one of them just tasted like they tasted like 7-Eleven made them. I don't know how to describe that that vibe. I mean, that's a pretty but, yeah. specific. <laughs> it's like people it from like North- they had leftover leftover that that, that cheap kind of sparkling water that they have and they're like what if we just dump vodka in this all right yeah <laughs> pretty much you can just like get in a gas station and like a loose already open six pack that like none of the <laughs> lids are on properly yeah did somebody all the all the all the cans are already open did somebody's leftover glass of new york seltzer in the glass bottle just go flat we'll pour some vodka in it and sell it as a new product yeah, yeah. I think it'll be good yeah, uh yeah i don't know some of the better flavor like Moving on to some of the flavors that I think were like super good uh, were, for example, um, like I I thought like press was really good. Like I don't know, have you guys had press? Have you seen people drinking it? Have not. I have not. It's all like they're all basically use a shitload of fruit juice in them, so they're 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 insanely delicious, and they have like really bougie flavors, and they just basically. They, they're essentially a juice cleanse, so that's <laughs> yeah. it's good for you. There is going into our point of like it feels vaguely healthy while you're consuming this. That's how like those hard kombuchas kind of seem. Is like it seems like seltzer with a ton more juice in it, and you're like, okay, whatever. It, it's it's a drink. I'm getting drunk. That's fine. You probably that's, could I, add like fresh juice to a seltzer if it's like you're drinking a grapefruit seltzer. You could probably just add fresh grapefruit juice and just be like, "Wow, this is even." It's because it's kind of like a it. It's sort of champagne-y to begin with, where you could just be like, "Yeah, hey, I'm gonna throw this juice in there, and now it's delicious and and healthy." So I'm doing great. You want to know like the vet the, the veteran move I pull. Uh, speaking of hard kombucha, is like you know when it's like Thanksgiving. Or it's like New Year's. It's one of those godless times where, like, you know, you know, you're just gonna be drinking all day with family. That's that's breakfast. Yeah. That's the mood. Yeah. It's the hard kombucha when it's like, I know this day is gonna be rough, so I'm gonna start it off with at least something that can pretend. I'm gonna to start be drinking at 9 a.m. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then again, like that's 1:30. Yeah, in the morning. Like that's that. To that point, it's like I. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, like there are a couple, there are a couple that are basically, it's weird because there's like four different kinds. There's basically like, this is just a vodka soda. And then this is just fruit juice with alcohol in it. And then there's like the mega corporate brands where the flavors were made in a lab. Like those are kind of the vibes you get. Yeah. 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 That's kind of like, I've had a few of them that are, um, I think it's just like White Claw where you're like, oh, this is just a, 
this tastes like aspartame berry flavor with uh, some grain <laughs> alcohol infused in. And you're like, I guess I'll just drink this as fast as I can until I get a lime one or something. But <laughs> that's yeah, that's what PBR tastes like. Is PBR just tastes like straight up? It, it tastes like put somebody put flavors and alcohol in a can. Yeah, but it's at eight like percent, I will put up with that. from the can itself, and it just fermented. Yes, pretty much. And like to to what you were saying earlier, Sean is like I don't think lime over every single box I had, lime is the one flavor nobody has managed to fuck up. Yeah, I think that's the easiest to kind of just like. Eh, all right, here we go. This has worked for for centuries. It's kind of hard to fuck up. I just had a Modern Times cucumber lime, and it was delicious. Yeah, like uh, anything with lime in it, it will it will enhance the flavor for sure. Yeah, like uh, oh, uh, speaking of like healthy things too, I love it when they try. I told you about the vitamin C one, but there's one called Ashland that uh, it's from San Diego, and it's made using alkaline water, which I just think is the funniest <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's- that's catering to the, the Whole Foods crowd. That's, uh, <laughs> let's see if people will pay $8 for this. Yeah, I don't know what alkaline water is, strictly speaking, but I'm pretty sure if you put a, eight of that with alcohol of, in it, it's not good for you. We put a bunch of batteries in tap water and just dumped it into uh, alcohol. We're, but, we're good. But your pH has never been better. Crushing in the pH department. I don't know what it does, it's, but it's My pH levels are off well. the charts. You have no idea. pH as in, as in fat. Yeah. That's that's how good I'm feeling. I'm feeling 2001 good. Yeah. It was a simpler time. Low-rise jeans reign supreme. Thongs were exposed. Britney wasn't yet crazy. Ugh. World Industries, the brand existed. Wallet oh. chains. Oh, they're about to be back in a very big way. Uh, are they really? Yeah, all the, all the graphics from that era are coming back super hard and you're about where i think uh, like i think we're about to see a resurgence of all that like cartoon uh buffoonery like i'm very curious to see what the next couple years look like just based on what i'm seeing happening and like i saw jinko jeans in the wild uh out like a scoop it was at an open mic in the park of course <laughs> and there was a person uh, looked like an adult riding a scooter hitting a handrail in Jinko short jeans. <laughs> I was like, oh, Fuck yeah. the Oliver Tree here, style. Here we go. Wow. Here, steel steel ball bearing necklaces are coming back. It's it's going to be fun, guys. I think this next decade is going to look like the 80s banged the 90s. That would yeah. be my guess. It's, yeah, it's a love a, child. It's a cultural hemorrhage that we're all just going to retch through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's either going to be a renaissance or a complete nightmare. I mean, maybe... I think that tracks with, like, post-COVID is everyone's going to come back to a world where they're like, ah, I just got really used to this. Let's take some chances. Yeah. Uh, well, do, yeah. what I've been, like, kind of... Uh, I don't know what to call it, but I've been like kind of bummed about is like most of youth culture right now just seems super depressed. There's not like there's just anything that's sort of like aside from like people just dancing and having fun on TikTok, which everybody loves to shit on. It's like there's not just things that are fun. Like there's no bands that are just like, oh, this is just fun and a good time. Because like growing up, we had like 
Blink-182. It was like, yeah, you they had their sad songs and newfound glory and whatever, but it was like, it was a lot of dick jokes, and it was like, you're. It's like that was our way to be like, oh, Bloodhound Gang, where it's just like all dick jokes and just all oh, yeah, inappropriate dude. things yeah. to say. And like, yeah, I will say pop punk is back, but pop punk seems to be sadder than it was in the '90s and 2000s. Yeah, it's like not fun. Like, remember fun? <laughs> like, we used to be allowed <laughs> to have fun and make fun of things and just like, yeah, it me, wasn't... me and the boys would go out in our Jinko jeans and wallet chains and just. You know, buy shit from Sam Goody. Those were the days. Yeah. And get stuck in like picnic tables when your chain falls between the sluts. Did <laughs> you try to get <laughs> up like an asshole? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole. Thanks. I got caught on a doorknob <laughs> again, but okay. We're going to make it to Hot Topic and buy our. Dude, what's fucked up is like if you had bought like $100 in sale shirts at Hot Topic, like when we were in high school, you could sell all of them. For two hundred dollars a shirt right now, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Irony, irony is is irony is here to stay for the next couple of years. Yeah, like if you yeah. bought, had bought like a Dookie, a Green Day Dookie green shirt from wherever, like that shirt would sell for two hundred fifty dollars. Just, it's nuts. Yeah, but, to somebody who has never listened to that album all the way like, through, <laughs> like it's just Dookie. Yeah. Though, that's fun. My parents' Venmo would be two hundred and fifty. Understand the nuance of uh, Dookie. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> very artful. This is before yeah. you guys don't get the message. This is before mascara ever touched the eye li- eye line of uh, Billy Joe Armstrong. But uh, yeah, I, I fucking derailed that for for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went somewhere. But I think we're I, all just like know. hearkening. We're just like, man, remember fun. <laughs> but yeah, no, maybe, like, ah, my, my back hurts now. I'm yeah, not, I'm th- not yeah. ready to try no skateboard tricks. I throw my back out yeah. getting off the couch. I need a more supportive I mattress got, I can't afford. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking into buying those back pillows for sleeping. So. Yeah. I support CBD solely because of the muscle solve. But maybe that maybe that's the gap that uh that uh hard seltzers fill. It's it's fun. It's light. It's lighthearted. There, there is an opportunity, as like you were saying. There isn't like that like edgy. What's what's funny is um, I don't know if you've heard of Liquid Death, but it's like yeah, they're they're coming in and they're trying like oh we're tough. We're like this canned water brand and we have a carbonated and a flat and it's like I I mean respect. Like, cause, like, at least cans are recyclable and aluminum is whatever. It's just you, you know, it's pretty simple to reuse and whatever. And if you have to like appeal to uh, the bros and the, the your your tough guy macho machismo, whatever to sell your product, all the better. But like, like, well, how long until the the liquid death hard <laughs> seltzer water or, you know, where it's just like a bunch of OC bros with lifted trucks being just like, yeah, we fucking drink liquid death and they have like the nitro cold brew flavor and you know, whatever else, What, which is another thing is like, I'm surprised there hasn't been the, uh, the uh, overlap of the energy drink and the hard seltzer because it I seems... think that's illegal because I, <laughs> when I was, when I was looking at I don't think it, your heart can take that. That's just sparks. Well, I, so which I is, was in, I was in college at like 
the zenith of like four loco hysteria. And trust me, it was warranted. I, I saw people do inhuman things. I after did drinking multiple things. four locos. <laughs> Uh, yeah. People turn into goat head demons. And, yeah. uh, that's One of my most <laughs> regrettable nights was just like my buddy showed up in a Teletubby costume with a case of four locos. And just next thing I knew, just mistakes were made. <laughs> that reminds me of, do you guys remember texts from last night? Yes. There was, there was a oh, text yeah. from last night where somebody was like, you just came up to me with a pitcher full of a neon colored liquid. And you, you said it's called 16 Loco. Guess what's in it? Uh, heart attack? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Well, to, to that point I was saying, though, I think that FDA or whoever banned putting a shitload of caffeine in something that contains alcohol. Uh, because it, I mean, good on I them. Think not only is it really bad for you, I think it was causing felonies. <laughs> It's contributing to petty crime. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it killed a bunch of 14-year-olds, so uh, we can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's, it's frowned upon. I mean, I'm just saying there's an opening. Whether it's legal or not, you know, <laughs> we just do our own yeah. moonshine if, version of hard If we've learned anything from the Jinkos conversations, it's that things come back. So in another five or six years, we can do the whole caffeine and hard alcohol again. I dude, I remember I remember when powdered alcohol, they were trying to introduce powdered alcohol to the market and like I as a person who loves to drink looked at that and I was like that's the worst fucking idea I've ever seen in my life. Like that's that's going to kill so many people and not get them drunk, literally kill people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but like as you were saying, I think what's interesting is that none of these brands are necessarily edgy or like you don't have to be manly to be ridiculous and edgy, but like every seltzer brand mostly just talks about how like they're made with fresh ingredients or it's very yeah. light so you can the show word, up to work the next day. The word pure is thrown away around way too much. It, oh, it yeah. seems like it's it's kind of caged uh white supremacy talk. <laughs> The amount of times I hear pure and shit like that. I'm like, uh, our seltzer is made with 100% Aryan citrus. <laughs> yeah, pure white. Brewed in the Austrian Alps. Well, like, even <laughs> like, I'm looking at this Delish article Anschluss that ranks seltzer. Selt- yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, so, I mean, seltzer itself sounds pretty fucking Aryan and German. Sounds sad. But, uh, <clears throat> like, this Delish ar- article that ranks the 20 t- best uh, seltzers. Their number one is Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. It's like, I don't give a fuck if it's organic. It's alcohol. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Like, there's something to be said about drinking a, like, decent quality, you know, gin versus, like, a basement plastic handle gin. But at a certain point, if what you're drinking is the vast majority of its water, like, I don't give a shit. Like this alcohol yeah. is bad for me, and I, and you can't pretend it's good for me. It seems like it's like how Subaru markets to their customers, where they're like, "We're gonna save all these charities that you love." It seems like it's in the same vein as that. Like we know our our demographic really likes uh, trying to be healthy and trying to find healthy alternatives, so we'll just lean into that. Yeah, deep down, we know this is all ending at Taco Bell, so we don't give a fuck <laughs> from start to finish. Like. 
Let's at least be honest up front. I got 18 blue Marvel pure flavors, and I'm still going to end up getting that crunch wrap. All of this is going to be dumped into a blot, a hot blot anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Doing the Lord's work. Oh, man. Yep. I can't wait till the Taco Bell Cantina has their own Baja Blast hard seltzer. That sounds delicious, Taco Bell. Oh, Let's shit. talk. Dude, the, the first time I had a Baja Blast, I don't remember what age I was. I think I was somewhere between 17 and, like, 20. I just remember trying the Baja Blast Slurpee, and I was like, you know what this needs is alcohol. That was, like, the first. Yeah. See, Sean, first... I'm not the only one. Yeah, the first cluster of neurons that activated a millisecond yeah. after that touched my tongue. I was like, oh, yeah, this needs booze. And like, dude, I, it's, it's half a margarita. It's like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Pretty much. You blend it up. I'm like, that That could be our Pink Whitney. That could be the parking lot <laughs> trunk Pink Whitney. Is we just blend <laughs> I up love it. A Baja <laughs> Blast with tequila. Baja Blasted. Yeah, it could be like the, I don't know, like the Green Reggie or something along that. <laughs> like the Teal Thomas. Yeah. It's the Green Blue Burke. <laughs> <laughs> what would we salt the rim with, though? Just <laughs> just the churro curl? or No, it's, it's clearly crushed Doritos. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, God. Nailed it. That's it. We did it. Yes. Dude, yeah, what's not nah, dude? Now you should salt it with Pedialyte. I think I think that's the move. <laughs> a little bit preventative. Dude, up a, front. Yeah. a Pedialyte hard seltzer would probably it's it's healthy. It's pe- <laughs> dude, the, the amount of salt that you would get out of that would be like just licking pretzels for forty five yeah. minutes if you drank like ten of those. <laughs> oh my god, though, that's the dream. Yep. Yeah, having your own beverage. Uh, I mean, few people have and then selling out to Anheuser Busch. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. All right. That's that's the move, boys. We're gonna first we're gonna go at Anheuser Busch, and if they say no, we're going on Shark Tank. That's <laughs> yep. I think that's the move. We're gonna come at them with a hyper masculine, caffeinated, <laughs> hard seltzer. Yeah. Probably gonna give you help heart palpitations. <laughs> But you're gonna love oh, it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna need a really good lawyer. But damn, it's gonna totally rip. That'll it's that's probably gonna be our whole marketing strategy is just a dare to drink us. Like it might kill you. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. That's yeah, exactly just, what a, a post-COVID world needs. So once we get over this, we need to we need to be the face of the next problem. Yeah, because people are gonna be people are gonna go hog wild the second you fully let all the people who've been in their houses out. Like yeah. they're gonna want they're gonna want to do felonies. They're, they've got all these yeah. pent up misdemeanors that have gradually congealed into just one big felony <laughs> just, deep in their heart. It's gonna be it's gonna be the purge with the uh, with the uh, Dorito Crush salted rim. So <laughs> yeah, get ready, world. Yeah, we need to take this knowledge and invest it accordingly. Because if we had the foresight to invest in Sam Adams prior to the pandemic, we would have been made. We would have made so much money. So let's oh yeah, let's pull our thoughts off air and figure out where we need to pull our money, and really yeah. just fucking hammer home in twenty twenty one and two. Yeah, twenty twenty two is going to be our year, boys. Two, two yeah. yeah. Here we go. 
Let's <laughs> let's fucking do it. I don't know. We're at like uh, an hour twenty. I don't know uh, if if we're f- if. I mean, we we got some steam. So if we got more, cool. If not, if you guys are uh, if you guys are satisfied, I'll try not to not save this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've. But I think I've I think I've said everything I need to say about various cans of of alcohol yeah. that I've consumed recently. I think we got it. All right, should we just uh, maybe take a nod to our favorite hard seltzer, or of choice, given no uh, financial boundaries? Yeah, I mean, like I mean, they're all like twenty dollars, but I, I think like press seek out. Um, and like, uh, omission are, are some of my favorite ones for sure. So if you haven't tried either of those three, any of those three, I'd recommend, I'd recommend picking up a box of those if, if you can in the near future. Sounds very boutique. I'll have to try them out because yeah. I have tried none of them. Sean, how about you? What's Drizzly brought you? Yeah, pretty much just, I, I'm, I'm a kind of slave to the brand here where I'm like what we were talking about with the Coke. I, I just go with the White Claw because it's, uh, it's the name recognition that, that I need. And that's fair. That's fair. You go with a proven product. Um, what you trust. Yeah. I'd say that I, my, I really, my Modern Times is my favorite. It's a little more expensive. They sell it in an 8-pack, but they're like taller cans and every flavor is delicious. And it's employee, like uh, an employee-owned company. It's worth it's worth supporting. So hard times, mo- or uh, modern times, hard seltzer. Say that. I will. I will second that. I would say it's a it's a damn good product. They're not reinventing the wheel, but it's just solid as hell. Yeah, they do it well. Yeah. They do it simply. They do it well, which is sort of their whole deal. And uh, in in Southern California, they have multiple uh, locations, so you can support them in person yeah. if you want. I've never. I've never had their seltzer, but every other beer that they make is phenomenal. So there's my two cents. Well, hell, it's been uh, it's been a great time. I'm glad we got to do it all over again. I'm sorry again about uh, yeah. Bat now we the first all time. know everybody's opinions on on pretty much everything to do with hard seltzer and Jinko jeans. Yeah, I That's mean, true. there's more opportunity, but uh, in the meantime, this is uh, it's been a it's a fun. Thank you, Patrick, for joining us and uh, just enlightening us on the world of hard seltzers. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. And, uh, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Christian Senrude, and uh, we got Sean Burke. Okay, I wasn't sure what you were doing there. You kind of, (laughs) uh, yeah. He's giving you a layup. Yeah. Couldn't see it without the visual cue, but, uh, yeah, I'm Sean Burke. Thanks, uh, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we've been parking a lot drunk. We'll catch you next time. All right, I swear to God, I'm hitting pop. I'm hitting stop.